Welcome to Running is Bullshit. I'm Stuart. And I'm Amy, and you're listening to the podcast that loves to hate running. Amy, do watches not work in the rain? Is that a thing? I My watch does work in the rain. You've got the same watch as me, haven't you? Uh, I have no idea. I haven't paid attention to you or my own watch. But no, I've, the last two weeks I've been doing these Thursday trail runs. And like after months and months of great weather, we've been so, so lucky. We've had two uh, weather warnings for rain in the last two weeks. And it's been really miserable. Both of those runs and only those runs, my GPS and my watch has gone mental. Like not even like not consistently wrong. Like a lot of sometimes it's like just a bit too far north or something. It's just gone completely haywire. I've been running through hedges and over woods and through roads and just all over the place. I do not. And it's on these two runs where it's been pouring with rain. And yeah, my GPS has gone all over the place. Is that is is it too much rain for GPS? Maybe. I mean, I don't actually go back and look at my runs in any detail. So that is probably happening to me as well. I'm just not paying attention to it. So you would have no idea that's a good point uh, also on these runs because it's been so wet and we've been in the woods it's like incredibly humid and there's like mist in the air and trying to run downhill with a head torch on is usually okay but the head torch is just lighting up the mist and i can't actually see it like my head torch is too good i think i've i think I, i've been turning it down a little which actually helps more because otherwise yeah it just lights up the mist about a meter in front of me and i can't even see the floor that well so it's been some very exciting trail runs we've it. had recently. I hate that. The other, the other thing I hate with head torches is where it's not quite properly on your head and it bobs up and down a bit and it may, always makes me seasick. Is it seasick or travel sick or whatever it is? Like the bobbing up and down of a head torch. I hate it. No, Ugh. I've never had that. I, I think I've got quite a yeah, steady I, head. I think, well, I I'm think like it's worse when it's raining or it's misty because obviously it's the light is less sort of dispersed out further away and it's cl- it looks like it's closer mm. to you and then it's more noticeable it's reflecting yeah back and you it's a lot more, more noticeable so yeah hate it oh we've also got a new game we mentioned uh the kind of doggers that turn up at the car parks and when we go running so when uh we're all there and a car arrives we've got a game of dogger <laughs> or jogger to make a guess i do feel a bit sorry for the people that do the lap of the car park and leave and we have to be like so i feel like saying like no you want to just head to the left up the hill carrot there's another car park up there you'll be fine you crack yeah, on. Or maybe like a post-run, instead of going for a post-run coffee, go for a post-run dog. Yeah, we'd just be like, right, yeah. who's car? <laughs> let's all, let's the, all jump in, put the warm each other up. Put the dry bag and shake them all around. <laughs> yeah, that would be a way to uh, drop sign-ups quite quickly, I imagine. Let's catch up with the last episode. Rachel Bullmore said, loved this week's episode. I was listening to it in bed with my headphones on and laughing to myself at the point about needing a wild wee. People are listening to us in bed. How strange. My partner thought I was just randomly laughing as he didn't know I had the podcast playing. Here's my BS about running whinge. Epilepsy is bullshit. I've been having seizures since Christmas, having developed a sensitivity to flashing Christmas lights. What? She says I never used to react to them. I'm trying to train for the Brentwood half in a month's time, but keep having seizures in between my runs, which take a couple of days at a time to recover from due to fatigue and post-fit migraines. This means I'm losing out on training time. On a happier note, I did my longest run today yesterday, almost 19k, which is not as far as many of you run, but for me is a big thing to be happy about. Definitely always yeah, a thing to be happy about. Definitely as well if you've been having like health issues. Like, So I assume you didn't have epilepsy before, or maybe you did and you're more sensitive? Just Christmas lights gave you epilepsy? That, that's quite scary. You really went overboard. You went overboard on the Christmas lights How bright lights were your year. Christmas lights? Because let me tell you, one year I accidentally bought outside lights for the inside tree and they were horrific and they were very, very bright. So did you make that mistake and then have them on the, the flashy mode? I don't know. 
but yeah that that sucks i'm sorry to hear that i can't even like joke yeah, about that that fucking sucks man <laughs> it's like our end of year episode where everyone just told us our, their really yeah. sad medical stories and we're like oh this isn't this isn't yeah, very we funny can't anymore. make a joke about it so oh as much as we hate running our longest run is the longest run doesn't matter if it's 19k or 50k it yeah. always can be yeah, proud of 19k that. is is a that's like a that's a long run isn't it it's not like you're saying oh i ran basically a half marathon yeah yeah you get that you can call that a long run oh i feel a bit dirty being so positive just then sorry move on let's move on let's move on vicky cousins has been in touch and said awesome episode listened whilst doing some housework which made it less dull the episode or the housework oh she says that the housework not the pod thanks for clarifying Uh, we've got another medical <laughs> medical story coming in here. She says, IBS is BS, particularly BS when you're running a semi-long run and there are no toilets available. So you run home after leaving your club mates you've been running with, but it's a precarious run. FYI, made it home in time. It was an enjoyable run until that point. Fuck you, digestive system. Digestive systems. Who needs them? Cool. What they've done for us? Oh, I, I can't even imagine how hard it is to to be a runner with IBS because we all know like running can set the bowels running as well yeah. so that must be increased tenfold if you're if you have IBS that must really suck yeah I made a whole story the other week out of needing shit at the end of my run I can't imagine having that happen all the time mm. would be horrendous no I don't know whether there's a point though where you just think fuck it and just get into your wild poos you know just just double down on it just make it a thing I don't know. Full triathlon mode and just go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether at some point I'd get so sick of having to constantly try to find a toilet. I'd be like, fuck it. Carry a sock in my bag. Forget even the one sock club. you got a sock ready waiting in your bag. Just get on with it, you know. Uh, Helen Patricia said she tried to use her Strava more than once in an airport, only to be thwarted by those pesky roofs ruining her GPS. However, Claire Allison can confirm Strava works on planes, as she once walked from Dublin to Bristol in an hour twenty-three minutes. Wow. Not bad. That's not bad at all. Very quick. Good, good move. And she apparently has left it on her Strava, unless that was just a screen, an old screenshot. But just left it on the Strava because she does not give a shit. Imagine all the crowns that are going. And she's like, <laughs> oh, brutal. <laughs> Uh, let's have a tea update. Ooh. Now we're partnered with Bird and Blend Tea and that means we're going to tell you what tea we're drinking. If you like the sound of it, you can go to runningisbs.com forward slash tea, click on the links and buy tea if you want. I'm going to tell you just a little bit about this Bird and Blend deal just for new listeners, just so we don't sound like hypocrites later when we talk about influencers shilling products. Basically, me and Amy would drink loads of tea during the episode and we made it a thing to say, Amy, what tea are you drinking? And we drank loads of Bird and Blend tea because it was really nice. And so many of our listeners mentioned us to them that they came to us and offered us a deal for affiliate links, which is basically when you go on our website, you click on those links and we get like 10 or 12% of whatever you buy. So they're not paying us to to say anything they're not asking us to say anything it is literally just we're recommending tea that we like and if you like it you can click on those links and you can give us 10 12 percent or you can just buy the tea straight from them we don't get anything fine doesn't matter it's win-win for everyone uh, they get sales we get a little bit of money and you get tea so that's no. all it is and we don't get free stuff we don't at all so i will say if i'm drinking a tea and it tastes like shit i will say i don't have any issue saying that amy did you drink any tea that tastes like shit this week <laughs> no i'm not i'm not Good, thank God, Jesus. I'm, <laughs> I'm still i'm still working my way from my matcha calendar mm-hmm. as in i've opened the calendar i've got all the little matcha things out from the matcha advent calendar um today i have pina colada matcha which i wasn't too sure about i was like because all my favorite ones I've do you like pina colada 
Uh, I don't, but I like getting caught in the rain. In the, oh, that's where I was going to go. No, I'm okay, not into Mozart, but I've got half a brain. You don't want to make love at midnight. That's way too late. That, Come on. Gosh, we've got, we got long runs tomorrow. we got to be up. we got to... Yeah. i got work Any, in the morning. Jack, yeah, leave me alone, woman. Jesus. Right, sorry, carry on. Yes, pina colada tea is very nice. Um, I didn't think I was going to like it, but it's, it's good. It's quite sweet. Um, I thought it was going to be a bit too, like... Not citrusy, you know, like the pineapple, like a bit too sour, like pineapple, but it's actually nice mm. and sweet. Um, and yeah, and a bit coconutty, so it's pretty good. How about you? Very nice. I have got the maple bacon tea. I mentioned it last week. Sorry, maple bacon pancake tea, which mm. I mentioned last week. I finally got around to getting some, and it, it's a rooibos tea. It's kind of a sweet, smoky rooibos tea. I don't think I would have guessed it's maple bacon pancake flavour, because that's a lot of flavours going on. Uh, but it's a, it's a sweet, smoky rooibos. If you like rooibos tea, you're almost certainly going to like this, because it's very nice. Mm, I do love, love a rooibos tea. Very what good. you been up to this week? Ugh, I just got back. Well, not just, but kind of just. Just got back from Kafili Trail 10K. Oh, it's been a long day, hasn't it? It's been a long fucking day, because you were there too. You were marshalling head... head Personal uh, checkpoint. checkpoint. <laughs> I was getting paid. You were, yeah, yeah. So no, it's great for me to be part of like a race team for a change, see things from the other side. But uh, let's hear it from your side because that was a tough old ten day. <laughs> it was horrific. It was absolutely <laughs> horrific. It Feeding was this just, all back. Yep, good. Yeah, it, it it was just all mud. It was the whole thing was mud, and it was different different varieties of mud so you had like the the really deep mud that was just like um like just slop you know mm-hmm. so you had some of that mud where your feet just went straight through uh almost up to your knees just just slop stinking boggy mud um so some of that then there were also bits that were just incredibly slippy so not so mm-hmm. deep but because they weren't deep and your foot didn't really sink in it just meant that it was like ice pretty much yeah 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 cool absolutely horrific and that was the whole way round there was a bit of respite of um like a few hundred feet of uh concrete but that was it i must have run gravel paths a little bit bit. the gravel path near your checkpoint was kind of just like uphill though and i was just like nah 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 but it was exhausting. It took me, <laughs> I don't want to say, because we'll have somebody messaging in saying, oh, Amy's a shit runner. Da, da, da. We know this. Okay. It took, me, it took me two and a half fucking hours to do that 10K. The funny thing is... like, they, so two, two hours 34 yeah. to do the 10K. Oh, I didn't, I didn't pause my watch at the end. That's the other thing. Okay, so just sure. take, take four minutes off that. I think it was 2.30. Okay, no problem. Uh, thanks. thanks. <laughs> but the thing is, as well, it was like... They say on the website, like, oh, it's really um, open to beginners and stuff. You can walk the whole thing. And, and it was. It was just to say, like, the race organization was absolutely fantastic. They seemed really, really inclusive and nice. And they were just the race organizers, um, Ridge Runners, just just seemed absolutely brilliant. Um, really, really good. Definitely inclusive and uh, good for beginners. But, yeah, it said on the website, oh, there's like a two hour, I think for the 10K, it worked out two and a half hour cut off and they said you know you can walk it which of course you can normally walk a 10k in two and a half hours but i was going slower than my walking pace half the time because it was that slippery uh yeah and there was a part where the trail just disappeared and it was crossing a fast flowing what seemed like a river yeah 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 i like that bit like you don't cross a street there's not a path across a stream the path just becomes a stream like an actual stream and then a path just appears a little while later i don't know how this path has been made 
but it is it is just a stream. It's no, great. I had to say to a lady who was out walking, I was like, "Is this a? Have you seen other runners come through here? And is this a path?" She's like, "She's like, oh yeah, I've seen other runners, and it, it normally is a path when it's dry." I'm like, "Okay, thank you, because this doesn't seem like the right way to go." Mm-hmm. Um, so it was that, but that wasn't the worst bit. The worst bit was the field. <laughs> yeah, I've the seen field. comments about the field a lot. The field. Already. So it, it was already. There's a cap. Sorry, there's a capital T and a capital F on this, just to, yeah. for you to picture it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the mud was already bad at this point and I thought it can't possibly get worse. I've nearly fallen over more times I can even count. Didn't fall over actually, but I, you know, because I was going so fucking slow. Um, Got to this field and it was like, I don't know what they've been growing in the field, but there were loads of like... um, Almost like bamboo shoots, but they, I they, think it was corn. I think it was it's something that like that. It Some is? thick yeah. stalked plant. Very thick stalk. Loads of them all yeah. jagged around, and so that was like you wouldn't want to fall on one of those. And then the mud in this field. Uh, it was a sort of mud where if you stay still for too long, your foot begins sinking and your foot gets literally stuck, like mm. quite literally stuck. And then as you're trying to pull one chew out the other the other foot's getting stuck at the same time you have to try and keep moving as best as possible and pray to fucking god you don't lose your shoes in there it was i've never it was it was literally like a nightmare you know a nightmare where you feel like you're you're going slower and slower and slower and you're sinking that was it that was the field um and i was running with some people from from my ex club your club uh from cdf uh runners and and sam who we were running with did actually lose a shoe in the field the, the field took its sacrifice it and she did, had to yeah. go back and get the shoes so she had to read because she was going so fast she like just went on without it she had to go back and get the shoe as she went to get the shoe she fell and so she had her feet stuck in the mud and then also her hands up to the elbows stuck in the mud like on all <laughs> fours like, and the funny thing is like i was running with two of them it was sam and rachel and they're like, when one gets stuck, the other one's sort of like helping them out. And I'm, I'm just shouting back, going, we need to keep pushing forward. You can't stand still for long. Keep going, keep going. And they're like helping each other. I'm like, no, we need to keep going. If, they, if they're stuck, they're stuck. We leave them behind. We can't stand still. We can't go back. It was horrific. I've never experienced yeah. anything like it. That's a nasty foot because it's a ploughed field. It's quite thick kind of soil anyway. And I don't think it, gets, it doesn't get walked on that much. Because there's no clear path across it that you can see. But it is definitely a footpath straight across. Mm. You can't really see it. And it's thick soil anyway. And it rained really heavily last night. So, yeah, I've done that field a couple of times and it's bad. But I think it would have been so much worse today. So, well done, everyone. Yeah, that's the other thing to mention as well. It's just the amount of rain that we've had. And I think that's why it was just a complete bog the whole way around. Maybe if we hadn't had so much rain, maybe there would be some muddy bits, but some more runnable bits. But... It was just pure, like, slop and bog all the way around. Beautiful day, though, wasn't it? It was. It was a nice day. Lovely but, sunny morning, but a lot of yeah. mud. Uh, like I said, I will say Ridge Runners, really nicely organised. There was some, like, cakes and donuts at the end and stuff. And There were loads. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, the race director did his, his little speech at the beginning, and it was, like, really nice and welcoming, and it was really inclusive, really liked that aspect. Won't be doing this particular race ever a fucking again unless they move it to the summer. I mean, I'm That's sure fair. I'm sure the yeah. route was fantastic, but this is not them. This is me because I'm just shit at running in mud. I mean, that mud is difficult anyway, but I'm like mm-hmm. really shit at anything that's like slightly slippery because I'm clumsy. Um, I'm really like 
I'm overcautious, and when you're overcautious in mud, that's when you slip over, don't you? Because you're sort of putting on mm. the brakes, which are already in slipping mode. Um, so for for me, it was just too much. So I've done it once and never again. I think that's fair. I, I, I think there are plenty of races that you can really enjoy, but say, I don't need to do it again. Exactly. I think that's, that's absolutely fine. And I am, I am looking forward to doing the other Ridge Runners events. So I've got the marathon in a few like next month or something out in Carmarthenshire. Yeah, yeah, out in Carmarthenshire. Whether I'll do the marathon or not, I don't know. Because I might drop down to the half instead because mm-hmm. it's a looped one. Or I might go start as if I'm going to do the marathon. And if I've had enough by the half, just say I'm done <laughs> and go home. Yeah. Anyway, what have you been up to? Well, I was there doing yep. that, uh, running around, looking after people. Uh, it went reasonably well. We just had one bloody face. Uh, so the, the trail gods were very well sacrificed, as face blood is the sweetest sacrifice. So mm. they were very pleased. But it went very well. He was fine. He's very happy. Uh, that was a lot of good fun. So, yeah, I've got to watch a lot of people racing in mud. So that was that was very, very funny. Uh, the previous week, I've done cross country. And again, a lot of mud. We're in Markham Park in South Wales. So much mud. Um, but, you know, a similar kind of level of mud, I think, to what you experienced today. But perhaps it was kind of a little, it wasn't, we didn't really have the wet mud. So like the really kind of sodden puddle of mud. It was just thick, deep mud, like properly over the ankles mm. uh, a lot of the way. And because it's cross country, even if you kind of got that in the back of your mind of like, ah, I'm not taking this seriously, it is still a race. Like you will still try and do your best. Like I slowed it for the, like, the middle two laps because I was sick of it. But the last lap I was like, oh, actually, I will have a bit of a go here. Um, and so that would just made it so, so difficult. Um, highest points I've ever scored for my club in cross country. Nice. And I beat better runners than me. And that makes me so pleased because I'm a little, small, petty man. And, uh, you know, I sat down, I'd finished, I'd sat down and I saw some other guys in our club run past. I'm like, wait, I've beaten, I've beaten that. Like, these are people that are quicker than me over 10K by about five minutes, you know, which is significantly quicker. And I beat them by five minutes on this kind of roughly 10K course. So I think it's just, I do better in those conditions because I'm too stupid to slow down. <laughs> so that pleased me very, very greatly. So it's been, well, I suppose it's just that muddy time of year where everything is horrendous and it's a lot of good fun and my shoes have been wet for a week and i can't dry them anymore nice love it it is a nasty time of year mm. speaking of nasty this is an amy led little uh feature piece in this episode mm-hmm. title of the episode amy tell us all about running influences and why you love them so much yeah i'm a bit obsessed so this is and they're not they're not running influences they're run fluences oh sorry yeah of course yeah. So I'm absolutely obsessed with watching these people on TikTok at the moment. If anyone watches TikTok as well, you'll know that the TikTok algorithm is very, very sensitive. So as soon as you start watching a few videos about a particular thing, that's it. Your whole sort of um, for you page is, is full of that thing. So I've had nothing but runfluencers on my homepage for, for the past week or so. Um, and I just love it because they seem to make the simplest thing, like going out for a 5k, like just a casual 5k training run, um, that only usually takes them about 20 minutes anyway, because they all tend to be quite fast, but they make it into this whole song and dance, which I love. I can get on board with that. So I talk a lot about how I like to faff and dilly dally. Well, these must be the biggest faffers in running known to man, like pure, pure faff, pure faff. Um, so let me give you an idea if you if you're not aware of what these sort of TikTok um, videos look like. So they usually start out 
with them drinking some sort of weird smoothie type thing or making some super pretentious coffee and they've got like a whole coffee set up. Um, I believe they have to smash the coffee. They smash the coffee down, smash yeah. that smoothie, smash the coffee. Yeah. It's uh, oh that what's the, what's the other thing like oh they say something like oh this is compulsory no they say non negotiable the coffee's non negotiable this morning like it's okay no one's trying to negotiate you not to have coffee <laughs> like non negotiable coffee this morning coffee wankers uh... yeah um and they're all sponsored by someone or other. And if they're not sponsored, they're trying to get sponsored. So normally the coffee is some brand name. The, the the weird smoothie thing is is some like thing you've never heard of that they're trying to push push you to get. Um, which is almost certainly a lot of it is well, if it's not like affiliate links like that we have, is which is incredibly low level mm. because they're not actually paying you anything unless you do the work mm. to sell stuff. Or you've got to say a lot of it has got to be this kind of multi level marketing. Oh, it's got yeah. to be kind of basically pyramid selling. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They've put their life savings into buying a box of smoothies and they need to sell them because they're going to go bankrupt. Exactly. And the more popular ones are usually sponsored by big-ish brands. So the thing I've noticed a lot is them showing off their whole running outfit before they go for a run. And a lot of it seems to be Lululemon, which Mm. I think we've all got very short memories because there was a massive controversy around lululemon just i think it was five or so years ago wasn't the the ex-ceo made a load of like really horrible comments about women and ever since then lululemon i'm just like no um but they seem to be really pushing it with uh runners but also male runners because that's the thing lululemon was more about women before i think Mm. which is why the comments are really bizarre but like women doing yoga and stuff but they're really pushing this running gear and especially men with running gear so yeah usually they're wearing head to toe lululemon and they'll go through their outfit and they'll be like shorts by lululemon t-shirt by lululemon hat by lululemon. like we get it it's all lululemon we get it just say that we don't and need of course, like- the, you have to see the clip of them putting on the t-shirt which just shows the six-pack doesn't yeah. it <laughs> That's always very important. Or they'll put the vest on and just give a little flex of the muscle. Or even I've seen a guy who like put his shorts on and just slapped his quad just because it was so pench. He's like, yeah. Mate, chill out. I saw a video the other day, one of them, he's very, quite big and very sponsored. And he's like um, showing, like putting the top on, showing his abs. He's like, oh, I'm a hybrid athlete athlete, and it's also a gym day today because I do not want to look like a distance runner like that. I'm like, all right, bro, calm down, calm down. Um, then, of course, the shoes, and they're usually wearing, like, the latest Nike carbon plate cheat shoes, of course. I mean, they're, yeah. they're going to run around the block, like, 5K, but they're they're making sure they've got the carbon plate shoes on, of course, you know? It's important. So, now we're dressed and ready to run, right? No. First, they need to apply some weird roll-on thing to their legs. If anyone knows what this weird roll-on thing is, it's not anti-chafe cream. That would make sense. It's not. It's like clear and they roll it on their calves. I don't know what that's used for. Please enlighten me if you know. I have no idea, but it's in pretty much every video. So now it's like three hours later and we're ready to head out the door finally for a run. And of course they spend the whole run filming themselves in like 0.5 zoom, um, chatting some absolutely pretentious shit about being on the grind and never giving up and you know these are these guys are usually sort of 21 22 and they know they've they've, they've discovered you know they, they know how to live life they've got yeah, tips absolutely. for you oh they, they know it all they, they know it all they know absolutely everything um it's only a 5k but you better believe they're also making this massive fuss about taking a gel because they're sponsored by that company 
Yeah. So they'll be like, absolutely. yeah, we've got to smash this gel down. It's like, bro, you're running 5K. Get over yourself. Crush um, a protein bar. Crush a protein bar. Bonus points for when they rip the plastic bit of the gel off with their teeth and just spit it on the floor. Nice. Love that. Love that. Love a bit of littering. Love that. So good. Yeah. So that that is a Runfluencer video and you can copy and paste that format and see it played out so many times. Um, extra bonus points for those runners that live in london and you know they're filthy fucking rich because they're living in like central london and that's where their roots are and they do their runs with their club or whatever and then they go to really like some really pretentious hipster place to get something to eat and another coffee afterwards oh give me a fucking break man give me a break of the ones i see which is admittedly very few because i'm not really in, i'm not into tiktok and i don't see many of them on instagram i feel like a lot of them aren't really they're not really runners like i think they're fitness bros Oh, they're, they're weights and fitness bro that's what i mean they're not really into running as a pure thing so mm. you will never see them like promoting club running or kind of act oh, i don't know the kind of it's difficult to say i don't want to be like a, a kind of dick club runner saying club running is the most important thing but i think it is a very important thing and it's got a really good strong place in kind of community and culture but i think that they're there for fitness and they want to show how good they look Mm. that is that is the main purpose of this and there's so many of them as well that i've seen is what i eat in a day which is such a popular online kind of trend and i do not understand it because they're all the same they all eat a shitload of yogurt in the morning they'll then have a smoothie then they have bananas and peanut butter on something then they have a smoothie for dinner and they and they'll always say things like oh my dinner is protein and carbs i'm like because that's what food is that's what most of food that you eat is protein and carbs. I'm not saying I'm going to eat some protein and carbs for dinner. but Because that, that's what food is. That's what food is generally made from, is those two things. So just, uh, and it's just, yeah, everything they eat is the same. It's so many smoothies. It's so much yogurt. And it's so much banana and peanut butter. It's fine. You don't, I don't need to know this. Who's watching these videos? Yeah. It, it's just waffling on about nothing. Just a lot of yeah. talking about nothing it's a lot of faffing about nothing because there are there are runners that i follow online on instagram and tiktok who make videos that aren't like this there's a guy on tiktok who runs a shit ton of these hundred mile races and he like does like each part of the race and he gives an update and stuff and it's really interesting because he's running and he's running a hundred miles that is interesting that's inherently mm. interesting it's interesting to know like how he does that what he's doing da, da, da. i don't need to hear about some guy who works in finance and his fucking bagel and getting up at 5 a.m in the morning for a run and how that makes him better than everyone else like give me a break man no do you ever have that moment of self-awareness? Because you said that it's just people waffling on about absolute bullshit. You watch these videos about normal people talking about just their normal kind of lives mm. and how they go running and eat things. And then you reflect, you know, you think that's absolute nonsense. And then you realize that we have a podcast, which is essentially <laughs> that of us talking about our quite day-to-day -day standard okay. running. Okay, so, so for sure, the tone of it is different because there's yes. also runners that I follow on TikTok that sort of do quite a similar thing, but the way they approach it, it's the pretentiousness. It's the pretentiousness of these guys that are doing it, like like I'm explaining. Because there's other runners that do very similar things that will just like film them getting ready for a 5K and then chatting on the 5K, but they're, they're not being utterly fucking pretentious about it, mm. you know? And I, I don't know, there's something about it that, that, that there's a line, there is a line and I think it's the holier-than-thou attitude, almost like they're, they're treating these videos as almost like they're 
they're telling you the best way to live or the best everything way to is a how to absolutely yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it whereas like, i don't mind people showing really mundane aspects of their lives and things that other people might find boring i think that's absolutely fine i think it's just the tone of it yeah and if it's if it's honest and if it's real like we we clearly will talk about i mean the whole point of this is to talk about the shit bits or to focus on those particularly but i think a lot of people skirt over those and that's where you of course get that whole social media thing of here is just my perfect life everything i'm telling you is perfect mm. everything is amazing but at very occasion they'll slip something in to say oh, i was a little sad but blah 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 and yeah that's not how life is and they know they're presenting that in a certain way and i know some people say that they're not being toxically positive. They're just deciding to show you the positive because they don't really want to talk about the negative things, mm. which I guess, you know, is an argument. But to not acknowledge them and to just show perfection does impact on other people. Mm. And it is so preachy as well. Like, And every now and again, they'll slip up and they'll make a video that shows, you know, what their real feelings are about things. I know one of the guys that I've seen quite a few of his videos and one day he brings out this video that's going on about how people who are overweight shouldn't run. And I'm like, hmm, mm, yeah. hmm, you know, oh, it's really bad for your knees and stuff like that. Hmm, okay, okay. So yeah. now we can see what you really think and how elitist you really are, you know. How many of these Lululemon wankers would have been out supporting you doing a two and a half hour 10K this morning? <laughs> I don't think they'd be up for that. They would have been like, you know why it's two and a half hours? Because you didn't take all these fucking gels that I'm trying to vlog that. Exactly. Because you don't get up at 5am every morning and run around. You know, oh, I, I, yeah, it, it's just something about it. It doesn't seem very inclusive. It just, I don't know. I, I just don't like it. Bad vibes. And I don't need to vibes. see your six pack. Ugh, That's no. one. Like, especially when they're they're very clear about their oh, I'm all about fitness and health and well being. But the thumbnail to my channel is absolutely my six pack. And they call themselves hybrid athletes because hybrid they go to the athletes. gym and they run. How pretentious and wanky is that? It's like Nike was a person. Like they made Nike into a person. That's what it would be. <laughs> like seriously, like a hybrid fucking athlete. What does that even mean? You're you're not an athlete. Oh no, Nike, of course, everyone's an athlete. Yeah. But you're not, are you? If you've got you? a body, you're an athlete. Thank you, But you're Bauer. not, are you? Like, athletes are usually <laughs> people that are performing at a certain level and stuff. Like, you know, you're not an athlete. It's okay not to be an athlete. God, I want to talk to them. Like I said, they're like they're usually about 19, 20 years old. I want to listen, listen. It's okay, you don't have to be an athlete. It's okay, you know, just, just go for it. I don't think run. they give you the time. <sighs> God, yeah. So it's a strange lifestyle. It's a very strange lifestyle, as you say, to spend so much time on a video about them just getting dressed or having breakfast. Like mm -hmm. you can see it's taken them a long while and then to edit and do voiceovers mm -hmm. and do music and effects and mm -hmm. captions. And it's like, it's, it's a lot of effort. Yep. But you know what? Some of these people are making a lot of money from it. And that's, mm -hmm. the, that's more the bit I don't understand. I always think it's not like, it's not the influencers the problem. It's the influenced. Like who is watching this? And being influenced. That's what I, I've never understood. That's me, cynical old man, being, I don't understand why people watch them and being I don't know why people believe them. <laughs> I am being influenced to hate. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, don't, I will don't say, that. like, that there are, like, like I said, there are some people who do curate these videos and stuff that I do really like. I think it's all about the tone and the, the holier than thou attitude and stuff because there are some, I hate to say, content creators who make some really nice nicely edited videos of them running and talking about running and i like them i, I like it it's just mm. what it's just for these other people why are you putting so much effort into basically saying you're shit i'm better than you 
Because that's what they say. But it's okay. But it's okay because I'll help you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, If you just buy some Lululemon gear and these uh, these gels, you'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, I mean, we've been actively trying to discourage people from running for years, and so that's, that we've been very upfront about that. Yeah, definitely. And we don't care about being particularly likeable either. <laughs> uh, we also asked you guys for your opinion on these Runfluencers. Of course, you didn't disappoint. Uh, these are just some of the responses, because we had quite a few responses to this. Well, yeah, it definitely hit a nerve. Yes, yes. So, and also, some of them were very targeted, and we've decided to leave those I ones think out. So, yeah, I'm not sure who exactly, but like some people are very cross about a few people in particular. Yeah, yeah. So they've they've sort of the very obviously targeted ones have been left out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Jay Weimer said um, in quotation marks, "Today we're doing an easy seven minute mile pace, only 15 miles, barely breaking a sweat." Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. They're always like super fast, and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, this is just a recovery run." Do you know exactly what came to my head after you said that sentence out? Was the emoji of whatever it is with the little finger and the thumb out. Oh, that's exactly, that is on there definitely, isn't it? Fuck off, yeah. I don't even yeah. know what that signal's called because I'm too old to know these things. But like, yeah. barely breaking a sweat, you. Yeah, yeah, hang loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hang loose. <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, and I see that a lot and I'm thinking... Was it an easy run? Because you know this is going on Strava and you know you want to post this to your TikTok and your Instagram. I feel like maybe, maybe you are breaking a sweat just so you can post that and be like, oh yeah, this is how fast I run. Um, Jay also says, these shoes cost only £300. I would definitely recommend buying these if you're a new runner. No better shoes out there. No, I'm not getting commission for this. Why do you ask? Just hit up the links in my bio yeah, to, yeah. to see where to buy them. Yeah, it's either that or, like I said, it's the it's the carbon plate like Nikes that cost a ridiculous amount. And like, oh yeah, you've got to have these. You you've got to have these shoes. Like it's always like Nike and Adidas and stuff. It's like God noob. It's always the big one. <laughs> the obvious ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. At, at Metronome says charging a fortune for coaching when you haven't even got the basic qualifications or any proven track record of being able to train themselves properly. <laughs> I think that is definitely a thing. Like, you don't need a qualification to be a coach, uh, really. I mean, there are qualifications out there uh, in the UK particularly. But, uh, yeah, anyone can call themselves a coach. Mm-hmm. And just people will, I suppose, if people like them online, you can then start coaching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Paul B said, tagging multiple brands into your three-mile jog, begging for freebies. Yep, scrambled Beg on toast. I hate that. <laughs> Some people are pretty desperate, and they're just like desperate for a share. And all the all you're gonna get at best is you're gonna get shared to that brand story with no comment, with nothing else. You're just gonna get shared on that story, and they'll be like, "Yes, that's it. That's the one. That's the big move." It's pretty arrogant as well because it's like. I get when big athletes do that because they are sponsored, you yeah. know. And sometimes, like, if I've got some new gear that I'm running in, I might, like, tag, like, oh, trying out the da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, but I'm not going to... Yeah. Every time I go for a run, I'm not going to tag the brands I've been wearing in my post. Just for a normal run? <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> oh, I've been wearing my hokers. Yep, so, so is everyone else. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> and they're not going to sponsor you. <laughs> They're not going to sponsor you. They, they're not going to notice you. Uh, there's also quite a few people of saying uh, things like they get quite frustrated about seeing people being gifted places mm. when uh, particularly the people that make a big deal about I'm going to qualify for this race. I'm going to do this huge race. Come and follow me. Follow my journey. And it's quite obvious from quite early on. They're not going to achieve it. 
Mm. Like it's it's way you know it's great to have a big target sometimes, but like you can tell for some of these people, like they're not they're almost certainly not going to get there. And then it happens; they get all the way up to it. They haven't trained properly. They do it. Ah, oh, not my day. <laughs> and again, it's that thing of it's like I say about the London Marathon ballot when people get really annoyed. Oh no! Oh no! I've got into London Marathon. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. If and if you've been gifted a place. Or if you've got a place in one of these big races that loads of people want to do and you haven't taken it seriously, I think it's really disrespectful to all those people who wanted to do it and would have done the work. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, and then people they don't don't do the work, they might not qualify for something like Boston. They get gifted the place anyway. Okay, you've got a hundred thousand followers. Yeah, you can have a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. And they get the same medal as the people who qualify for it. And I've seen uh, suggestions that if you get gifted a place or a charity place, you get a different medal at Boston, which I think there is an argument for. Yeah, yeah, because there is a, there is space for, I always think with running, there is space for elitism, as long as you're clear about it, as long as you mm, say yeah. you must meet a certain standard to get into the, this race. There's only an issue when races aren't clear about that or claim to be, oh, yeah, we're not this, we, you know, we're open to everyone and then aren't. But I think there's definitely space for people to say, oh, no, you have to do this to get into this race or get this certain yeah. medal or whatever. I think that's Obviously, Boston's... Enough. Boston is the most famous example. Like you have to run, say, like three hours 20 to qualify for this race or you can pay a charity two grand and then you're in. That seems odd to me that the the fact there are charity places in Boston does seem a little odd because it's supposed to be an elitist race, which we said is okay because there's a shitload of other marathons out there. But you can qualify or you can just be given a place if you've got loads of followers. I'm if sure you've that, got big tits and a six pack. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's other races or other marathons in Boston as well. I'm sure the Boston Marathon isn't the only marathon that takes place in Boston. There's so. there's a Boston Marathon in Lincolnshire. It's probably just oh, as good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't even have to qualify Almost for certainly. that. <laughs> and finally, Kat Abigail Hardman has sent us quite a long message. It's obviously something she's been, uh, been thinking about for a little while. She says, so influencers, in my humble opinion, they are, quote unquote, influencing only because they look okay in tiny tiny ultra tight shorts already their quote-unquote methods did not get them there just to add quickly there as well this new trend of as well with these tiktok influencers men wearing very 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 tight nike shorts like the like the skin tight like you'd wear for cycling sort of thing and it's not always appropriate it's not no it's not i don't know why this has started but it needs to stop um anyway she goes on to say they don't, quote unquote, influence anything except their own ego, offering utterly useless advice to people who genuinely want practical help. The very, very worst are the female gym influencers who seem obsessed with getting a massive butt. Why? Promoting outrageously unrealistic body images to young women who may not realise that it's often fake camera angles, preferential lighting, etc., the exercises are usually unsuitable for beginners or imply that if you did three sets of 10 sit-ups, you will finally have the six-pack that she has in the video. Snake oil at its worst. Totally agree. You know, a lot of the times, like, especially with women who naturally carry more body fat anyway, you have to be really quite, for, mo- for a lot of women, have to be quite dehydrated and have decent lighting for a, de- you know, to show like a good six-pack. Like, there's videos out there that talk about... Um, like female fitness models and how they prepare for shoots and normally involves things like cutting down food of course but 
quite heavy dehydration in order to make a six-pack show because women naturally most women I mean everyone's a bit different but naturally women just carry a bit more fat it's really difficult to get a six-pack as a woman and still be healthy it just is that's just how it is yeah there's loads of good accounts now as well of people that will do those kind of shots but they will show you the shot taken five seconds later Mm -hmm. which is just them ever so slightly hunched and just looking the other way and they look a bit shit well they just look like a normal person then but they just they just tell you look if you just set up like this and twist a bit look it makes this happen but if you don't you just look like a normal person so you know that person in that perfect shot they don't look like that all the time Mm -hmm. they look like that for that shot yeah exactly she goes on to say then there's the selling something whilst pretending to care this is it's worse on how to eat like me influencer pages yep never ever eat just a banana because sugar sign up here to find out what to eat a banana with to stop sugar Mm. i hate that that thing about don't eat fruit because sugar like has anyone got fat because they've eaten too much fruit also it's like they, they do this on tv sometimes where they're like oh this smoothie has got as much or more sugar than a can of coke i'm like yeah but also like firstly sugar's not necessarily bad we need sugar secondly mm. you're also getting the other good things from the fruit <laughs> like it's not yeah, just there's sugar. a lot of things in fruit yeah yeah it's sugar strange. is good for, uh, fruit is good for you and sugar is good for you within certain contexts um she says, my biggest pet peeve at the moment is the what I eat in a day. Again, almost yes. always females preying on other females who are insecure about their body image. I am 100% convinced that nobody ever replaces tortilla wraps with lettuce leaves. And this just creates disordered eating. 100%. 100%. Especially like if we're talking about running as well. I know some of this is about the gym, but any exercise, like you need to eat properly. You need to have a bit of fat on you as well, like body fat, in order to be able to perform properly. You don't have the energy to perform and stuff. It's ridiculous. It says the most ridiculous thing about it all is the more you watch these videos in order to become more enraged, the more the stupid, sodding internet thinks you want to see them. Yeah, exactly exactly the algorithm very much your experience yeah i mean i quite like i quite like watching them but i'm not getting many of the female like gym influencer type things i'm just getting the bros you know so i'm not really i don't really care about it knows you well the algorithm knows knows you it knows me it knows i'm a bro (laughs) such a bro (laughs) if anyone's got any more of their kind of uh, favorite toxic traits from running influencers in particular and kind of Mm. fitness bros love to hear about them yeah amy in particular would love to subscribe to them yes yeah exactly i'm obsessed <laughs> uh, let's go over to our patreon you can support this podcast every month uh speaking of uh, begging for money uh, every, <laughs> <laughs> in every episode here we go you can go to patreon.com forward slash running is bullshit you can donate us money every month if you want you don't have to most of you don't and that's cool you can donate however much you want you can do a penny if you want. Probably wouldn't be worth it to set up. But you can if you want. We don't actually care. We'll still sing your name every month and it'll sound something like this. Nikki Jim, Sophie Jacks, Gabriel Thomas Naya, Carl Fleming, Matt H. Ivor Hewitt, Jan Balagaddle, Matt Lebrie, Andy Robbins, Sophie Nichols Lee Wood, Victoria Dick Sandra Hind, Elizabeth Shaban, Charlie Nevison, Adam Bacon, Hart, Everett, Spencer Aldridge, Matt Burroughs, Penny Simpson, Gregory C. 
Jane Arms, Dawson, Julia Page, Tony Howells, Kel Ryder, Raymond Quinn, Jerry Grubbs, Graham Hatton, Tom Alcock, David Irwin, Elliot Lyons, Jonathan Carter, Victoria Cousins, Daniel Braun, Claire Davis, Victoria Robson, Cheryl Curran, Gail Seal, Andy Nichols, Joranin, Luke Daniel, Ian Thompson, Martin Kaplan, Clarence Gray, Amanda Murray Hine, Captain Gail Hartman, Lee Hardwood, Leonard Martin, Jay Hadmat, Lee's, Karen Hamilton, Francis Howe, Erin Shaw, Matt Kaplan, Bernadette McCarthy, AP, Neil Denton, Larry Warren. Okay, on to your messages. So don't forget to get in touch with your running bullshit on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search Running is BS and let us know why you particularly hate running this week. Either Hugh has done that and he has sent us a photo of his glove mittens. Or mitten gloves? Glittens? Muv? Mitten? I don't know what they are. Um, I, I don't. I almost don't know how to describe this. There's, there's a thumb and then two. I don't know what you call... They're, I guess they'd be called fingers in gloves, but they're like pockets. So there's like one for your index and middle finger and then one for your ring and little finger. So there's like a three claw lobster thing going on and they look very, very strange. It doesn't help in this photo, but Ivor's frankly been filthy as well. I don't know if he's had the cat sitting on them, <laughs> uh, but they are pretty gross. But they look so strange. Look, again, make perfect sense from a like keeping fingers warm point of view. But my God, they just look so strange. I hate them. Just two big fat fingers on your gloves. Well, for me, it makes me think about maybe somebody who enjoys dressing up as a horse for a weird reason. And that's how they... That's, Is there a good reason? Yeah, exactly. They're, they're into dressing up as a horse. Hey, you know what? As long as they're happy and not hurting anyone, good for yeah, them. Yeah, I, like, I feel like that's the gloves you'd wear if you were dressing up as a horse. I don't know. Perhaps if you had a bit of a lobster fantasy, maybe. or I hate them. I hate it. Yeah, they're very, very strange. Uh, he also gave us a delightful account of him peeing on the run. Yes, Ivy Hugh is one of those men. He's saying it was the back of an Iron Man, where pissing yourself on the bike is fine and frankly almost encouraged. Uh, the second humble brag in there was mentioning he was leading a trail race and didn't want to stop and lose his first place, so he gave it a go for science. Uh, he managed to not piss all over his leg and was very pleased with himself and handed over to his relay partner, who was unaware of this development until the moment they were listening to this podcast together and Ivor decided to give the anecdote and received what sounded like one of many eye rolls that he's become accustomed to over the years. 
Mm-hmm. You seem to get away with it this time, but one day you're going to piss on your leg. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God you were leading it, you know. Thank God it wasn't out and back. <laughs> God. Um, at Read Before Ultra tweeted to say, I have totally seen a guy peeing while running. Have you now? Was it I- Was it either? Not through his shorts leg, though. Dude lowered his shorts, revealing... <laughs> Revealing an enviably hairless butt crack. That was hard for you to say, wasn't it? Just for so many reasons. God. She says, I was tragically close behind him, bent forward a little and did his business. Didn't even slow down. What? That's so strange. Mid-run, just just bending forward with it. So like the whole, it wasn't just like popping the shorts down at the front. It was like the butt crack was out. So you just put... the shorts were just around the thigh and still i don't understand i don't understand what is wrong with people i don't like it no um i i'm sure i saw a comment somewhere because we asked about this and i'm sure i saw someone somewhere about a man peeing right on a park run start line too i can't find it now uh, it must be said look if you've got to go you've got to go there are certain situations where it's an emergency you have to go and we're not slagging off all men just for pissing but for god's sake help the rest of us out and piss somewhere that people can't see you i didn't think i'd have to say these kind of things out loud it's not that hard please don't do it publicly please no. i feel it- have these incidents happened since the pandemic and lockdowns because i feel like it's one of those things where society's gone a bit like people don't know how to behave yeah they forgot completely yeah yeah and they've gone a bit well, are they just doing this around the house are they just walking around the house and just like pissing on the floor just in a like well there's a plant pot that'll do it wouldn't surprise me these, these people are absolutely fucking feral and they need to be locked away they are among us. Uh, speaking of which, Gabby Nea said, top tip for wild wheeze on the canal during run commute rush hour. Think about which way you're facing, lad. Most runners that hour are headed towards the university and city. So leggings around your ankles and we facing the oncoming runners. Classy. <laughs> Don't we on a canal? Don't we on a busy commuter route? No. It's not hard. No, exactly. The thing <sighs> is, like if it was a woman squatting down having a wee in the middle of it, like people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Yeah, they would lose their shit. They would yeah. lose their minds. Yeah. It's not acceptable. So, oh, my God. news. <sighs> okay, fine. All right, look. Let's just talk briefly about the parkrun thing and just get it over and done with. All right? I don't want to go hugely into it. Basically, if you haven't heard, they've removed a load of data on the website, such as the runners with the most events and first finishes, sub-17 men, sub-20 women at each event, and basically anything that ranks people and events against each other on the website. It's all gone. Uh, including actually including the search which is really fucking annoying uh, a few people have messaged expecting me to kick off about it and you know i was pretty much over it straight away uh, the same as the candy cross thing i didn't like it i don't like it i disagree with it but it's done and there's there's just no point going on about it it has changed and you have been left behind if you don't like it tough doesn't actually matter it's not going to change generally i think making data freely available is a good thing i think it's a shame data has been lost it's there for the people that want it the majority of people don't want it don't look at it um i don't think that's a bad thing now i'm skeptical as many are that this data is a barrier to entry that was one of the reasons they've said about it ultimately it does make sense from a not a race point of view because they've very much pushed the point it's not a race but here are the fastest people. That's what always so confused can, me. Like when there I, is a little yeah. dichotomy there. Yeah. yeah. I, personally, I, 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 
I could balance the two in my mind. I could say it's not a race, but also here are the fastest because I'm interested in kind of both of those aspects. But I can see mm. how that does make sense. I guess um, as well, the like the the fact that it's not a race kind of makes sense from the point of view that it's every single week. So of course hmm. you're not going to race it every single week. But at the same time, like I said, the whole, okay, so these are the top finishers and stuff sounds like a bit of a race. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But, you know, but then when we're talking about parkrun, I haven't done a parkrun this year. That's seven parkrun days in a row. I haven't done just because I've had other things to do. It's not because I'm against parkrun. It's just because I've moved a little bit further away from parkruns. I can't always go. I can't take my dog with me. Um, and so I'm not super invested in parkrun uh, anymore anyway. So, you know, it hasn't affected me too much. I don't think it will affect me going forward because I don't do it that much often anyway um you can check with me now of course for a better discussion on this and apparently the aussie version of this parkrun adventurers they talk about it in depth too so if you want to hear about it go and check out one of those podcasts and fast running actually have a good article on it which is very much not what you would expect from a website that lists the fastest parkrunners every week they've kind of written a good article that says you know what we agree with it because that seems like the ethos of parkrun to us uh, we love to do it like this if they ask us to stop we will and I thought that was a really good kind of mature uh, point of view on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy, what do you think about all this parkrun stuff? Personally, I'm relieved the list of attendance records have been removed and now I finally feel comfortable to go to parkrun every weekend as that was the only thing holding me back, really. Oh, that, those, those list of attendance records. Like, knowing yeah. what the Aberdeen parkrun course record was was just, yeah. like, it was too much for you. It, it, I just thought, well... I'm going to really injure myself if I beat this person and I continue to beat them every week. So I don't want to bring that on to me. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Good news. I look forward to seeing you there soon. Uh, in some actual news let's move on now michael Saruni, an olympic 800 meter semi-finalist was called for a standard drugs test and was seen switching with a look-alike and then running away running away we, like, <laughs> like a i'm reasonably sure we can take as not an altogether convincing case for innocence he's been banned for four years and is one of over a hundred kenyan athletes who's been banned over the last five years gosh has he been like watching back episodes of Sister Sister or something like that? And he's just like, "Ha, huh, we'll just swap you out, and it'll be no problem." I love the running what could away go as wrong? well. Bit. I love, I love the men, like the image of that of him just like legging it. <laughs> well, no one's gonna catch him, are they? Well, they might do because if he's, you know, if he's not taking his drugs, you know. I think it was literally he went to the toilet and like swapped with another guy in the cubicle, but someone saw them. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> So it seems like Indian running news is the new Chinese running news as police noticed labourers who were working on setting up tents and banners for the Mumbai Marathon were behaving strangely and avoiding them. When searched, they were found to be in possession of 62 of the race finisher medals because they had come across the boxes, had a look inside and thought they were made of gold. (laughs) God. I love this. Oh, 2,200 medals altogether were missing and meant that 500 runners missed out on the big day. Race organisers stated that the actual value of the medals was about £2 each. Oh, just I love the idea of coming across boxes and like, God, look at this, look at this. Whoa, gold. They're gold medals. They're all made of gold. <laughs> and the fact that like you can lift up an entire box of gold medals and they wouldn't be too heavy for you obviously yeah. not knowing that gold is incredibly heavy but i love the fact they thought these are gold right we'll have them <laughs> amazing yeah. just it. like two quid medals 
And finally, the kind of and finally story that makes the local news and makes the presenters do that kind of warm chuckle to themselves. <laughs> um, so, you know, when you see a runner with a stupid costume or carrying something stupid in a marathon and you wonder how on earth they train with them. Well, Daniel Fairbrother found that going out on a training run in Stevenage with a fridge was harder than expected when the police pulled him over thinking he might have stolen it. They quick realised this was not the case as it was strapped to his back with a QR code on the side and it ended with a handshake and Daniel not phased at all saying he would expect the police to do their job and check on someone running along with a fridge. I'm not convinced many fridges are stolen on foot but I guess it's always worth checking. I'm not sure many uh, he, fridges are stolen full, full stop. I'm not sure it's the most obvious thing to steal, is no, it? No, no. And especially not on your back <laughs> no. in the middle of the day. Uh, Daniel is aiming to raise at 10 grand for Diabetes UK by running quicker than 4.52, which is the marathon record, of course, for a marathon with an appliance. Gosh. It could be any appliance. Uh, yeah, you could just have an air fryer or something. Yeah, why is he in with a fridge then? Yeah, just a toaster in your backpack would be much yeah. easier. Yeah. Mug. <laughs> I've got to say, all three of these stories this week are all from the Running Channel news site. It's not a website I've actually come across before, but lots of really good news. It looks like relatively new in the last year or so, but the Running Channel uh, seems to have a very good new news website. So that's very handy for us. Have a look at that if you want. Nice. So, Stuart, what have you got coming up next? More cross country. Uh, this time, less mud and more hills. So not sure if that's better or worse, but looking forward to that. I always like a bit of... Bit of cross country running is great. Uh, how about you? Ugh, I've got Rado around the lakes up in. Now, is this the one Mid-Wales. you missed out on last time? Yeah, I had to miss out on it last time. This time, hopefully, it'll get done. It's like eighteen miles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm driving up there and back in one day, so the only thing that will stop me is if the weather's completely, absolutely pants, and I don't want to drive up to Mid Wales. I'm back in one day, um, but otherwise, I will be there. I will be doing it. 18 miles. It's going to be horrific. I, I'm going to be like the last person to finish because it's all club runners that tend to enter. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, when it's 18 miles, it's less kind of randoms doing it. It's people training for marathons. Yeah, I wish it I was loads of randoms, of though. It's a really nice race. It's like... Yeah, it looks nice. It's, it's road, isn't it? But it's around yeah. a, a massive reservoir. It's road, but you get, like, the nice views that you get from trail running mm. and the hills that you get from trail running. So it's quite... It is, it is nice. I wish there were more randoms, but I'm sure there won't be, and I'm sure it will be me finishing pretty much last while everyone's packing up so there we go party at the back love it yeah yeah if you've enjoyed this bullshit please visit runningsbs.com to see the show notes and links from this episode in the whole back catalogue as well as links to our patreon merch store and social medias oh bye bye i'm like a chicken